Lamb Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. and welcome to another episode of Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers podcast. My name is Eric, and today I am joined with creative director and co-founder, Mr. Walkies. Hello. And our other creative, or I'm sorry, our other <laughs> co-founder. Creative at times. He's pretty creative. He can so be creative. creative. He is Create also <laughs> our president and our fearless leader, uh, Mr. Adam Benner, is on the Hello. podcast today. Welcome back. back. Thank you. Absolutely. And in our fourth seat, Meredith Miles, Director of Communications. Ahoy, and Land Ho. Eagle-eared listeners may notice uh, Dan is not here today. Unfortunately, he was feeling under the weather. So we don't have an official brewer, but Adam has brewed before. Yeah, a couple tinkered, of us I've tinkered a couple times. We're going to make this well, work. Well, watch me brew back in the day. Yeah, Took I've, some never, video I've that. never brewed a beer. <laughs> Threw but some I've, hops in there. I've helped clean time. up, and I've watched. So... So so. But that's okay. I think between you're the four like a collaborator, us. like the topic of this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, Meredith, why don't you introduce this beer? Because this is kind of a special beer and something that you uh, have a little bit more uh, insight on on what's going on behind the scenes with this For guy. Sure. So tell us what beer we're drinking and a little bit of what uh, what it's about. So today we are sipping on Las Pilas Mexican Lager with Plantains. It's actually a collaboration beer that we brewed with the Ohio Hispanic Coalition. Um, some people might remember it from last year, which was our first year um, brewing this beer. And we actually, we sat down with them and talked through a bunch of different, we knew we wanted to do a beer and we talked through a bunch of different sort of cultural flavors. We tasted, we were drinking, we were eating mango and tahini and all these different um, flavors. And the thing that really sort of stuck for Dan, he was really clinging to the Maduros, which is essentially plantains. And from there, he just let the Dan Schaefer brain, culinary expertise, you know, beer brewer extraordinaire kind of roll, and Las Pilas was born. Um, it's called Las Pilas because it's derived from the phrase Ponte Las Pilas, which essentially means put in or put on batteries. And it's a motivational saying from um, sort of the Latino and Hispanic community collectively. It's something that they say that sort of refers to the ingenuity and the resourcefulness of that community, especially from a... Um, from an immigrant perspective, and we kind of collabed up, and, and it really kind of was this holistic collaboration approach, and we're really excited that we got to bring it back now that it is officially Hispanic Heritage Month again, um, from the 15th of September to the 15th of October. Yeah, and one of the one of the cool things, this is another uh, benefit beer, so if you come down to the tap room and grab a pint, a dollar from every pint of beer we sell at the tap room, is going uh, right back to the Ohio Hispanic Coalition. So they're great partners. Uh, it's been a lot of, lot, of, lot of fun partnering with them. And uh, the uh, brand design was also collaborated on and, and, and primarily done by good friend of the brewery and local artist, Ariel Paguero. So how does this beer taste? What do you guys think? What flavors are we getting out of this? Because there's, there's a lot going on, and uh, I feel like there's uh, multiple flavors. Like I get like some tortilla chip. A little, I mean, the plantains are obviously coming through. Well, one of the things I think is so interesting is last year, well, the first time we tasted it, we were talking about that sort of, because um, there's masa flour in it, you do get that tortilla sort of corn-centric, I, I think both aroma and flavor. I like that it, it, it reminds me of a Mexican beer without tasting like a traditional like cerveza. It's still like its own, like it's 
uniquely Mexican in its flavors, but it's not like what you would think of like when you think about Mexican beer. Yeah, way more culinary driven mm-hmm. than opposed. Cause, I mean, a lot of Mexican lagers that you generally think of are, 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 are for the most part, just um, standard light lagers. I mean, mm-hmm. unless, unless you're looking at the uh, Modelo's that is more like a, um, I mean, a, a Mo- Modelo... Negro is uh, the Vienna lager, essentially. So a lot of Austrian immigrants. Uh, I think that that's what Modelo. It was a Austrian family that had immigrated to Mexico and started that. So um, versus, you know, your soul or Corona, uh, you know, those are just more generic light Straight lagers up, yeah. that uh, you throw the lime into it to mask the light struck flavor, not to keep the <laughs> flies out, whatever they told you. Uh, back in the day, <laughs> but you know, clear bottles on the beach. Right. Uh, this is a this is a, a little different, but yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's got it's it's got some great character to it. Yeah, and you get that little little like slightest bit of sweetness from the plantain, mm-hmm. and that little bit of plantain flavor. It's certainly not like overwhelming, like a Hefeweizen. like a half of yeah. would be yeah. with banana um, and clove. But yeah, like you just get that little little suggestion of that sweetness and and, um, fruity character, which is really nice. Yeah, I think that's what I like the most about it is from last year, at least from what I remember last year, it's just a tiny bit of that sweetness from, Mm -hmm. I think, I'm assuming it's the plantain kind of flavor that kind of really rounds it out for me and makes it taste a little fuller than some of those kind of crispier boys. And I know I'm probably alone here because you guys are probably uh, going to say this is uh, hearsay or something, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind putting a little bit of a slice of lime in here to. Oh, you can. I mean, I'm not totally against it. Putting some. some I don't know fruit how Dan would feel about it, but he might not like it. But well, I'll put on my Dan hat and tell you a little bit, maybe maybe about the specifics. Yeah, break it down. Dance. So, um, you know, this is a five percent beer, twenty four IBUs. Really, the the hops in there, like a lot of our lagers, are. Are really just for a little bit of bitterness. We're not the hops are not featured. They're just kind of there uh, along for the ride. But we're using, uh, it, I believe it's a fifty-fifty blend um, on the primary um, base malt of half Pilsner malt, half Vienna malt. So you're 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 more on that kind of you know Vienna lager type, but um, adding in the masa flour and rice hulls. And uh, additional some some plantains to give that like 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 Walt said that very it's a hint it's not you're not going to be overwhelmed you're not thinking you're drinking a real uh, fruit beer here it's really just kind of giving you a it's like a like a very uh, you know um, a, approachable if you're not into that um, really sweet type fruity beer so and really the difference you know if you did try this beer last year um, last year we had about half the amount of plantain so we doubled that this year and uh and you know what what we were trying to do last year is we were going to uh caramelize the plantains but ran out ran out of uh, time this year and so we actually utilized our boiler room which if you've ever been on a tour or been in the back of the brewery um, I, I know Eric spent a lot of time in the back it's of the brewery hot. working on the canning line in the summertime. It is very hot. And the boiler room, you're also in this uh, almost enclosed room uh, with not only is it hot back there, it's very tiny, and there's something generating steam. So it's very hot in there. So uh, it's, 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 it's its own oven, technically. So uh, that's how we actually, a little peek behind the curtain, we use 
uh, when we're really trying to speed up the aging process for our quality program, we put we put beers in the boiler room uh, when we run out of room in our different. Uh, Incubators Incubator. and things like that. So it's, it's simulating the worst thing you could do to a beer. You know, essentially, if you left your hot car at the airport uh, for <laughs> for a couple weeks and uh, had a six pack of beer. So um, yeah, that's really the difference this year. So um, you know, last year with the caramelized plantains, we had a little bit uh, darker version of this. So if you did uh, remember back to when you had it last year compared to this year. Um, you're going to see it's going to be a little more pale golden color as opposed to um, last year it had a more of an amber hue tint to it. So, um, but um, again, yeah, I, I think this is a, I'm going to jump into now out of the brewer mode. I think this is a super refreshing mm-hmm. beer, actually. Mm-hmm. I wish we would have canned it. This would this would be great with this kind of summer spell we're having here in mid-September. Yeah, I'm about to go on a Hocking Hills weekend, and uh, this beer would have been perfect for a six-pack mm-hmm. for uh, Hocking Hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, sorry, Wall, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I wasn't saying anything. You were about to. I could feel it. No, I'm always about to say something. <laughs> Just ready. <laughs> on a podcast, you have to always be about to say something, right? Shoot you, shot. I mean, you could take a You could take a growler down. It's true. I could take a growler down. It's not too late for that. I might just do that. Well, the good thing about a growler <laughs> is that there are... How many pours are in a growler, would we say? If you're so pouring... 64 ounces, yes, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so four. Yeah. So, I mean, from a crushability perspective, if you, we want to have that conversation, we could justify a growler for you with no sweat, I have a feeling. I, th- I would say, yeah, it's a one growler <laughs> crusher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. if, we're, if we're talking crushability on the growler scale, yeah. Crushability, sure. this is a six crusher for me, no, no question. This is a, definitely one of my favorite styles of beer to drink, and uh, it's unique flavors. And I, I'm a big fan of plantains, too. Uh, not so much bananas, but I do love plantains. I know they're related. It's just kind of like an odd thing. I don't know why I like one over the other. But, um, yeah, this beer is, is, is definitely super crushable for me. So this is an easy six. Yeah, let's go around the horn. I'm going to go with a five. I give it a five. Yeah, five for five percent. Uh, I think I can go six. I think I would go six too. I really yeah. do. I feel like it's tasting real good, and I think with like Adam said, it's kind of got that. It's a little more body than maybe something you might be slamming in the summer, but it. I think it. I think it goes down real smooth, and at five percent, it's hard to argue. Yeah, it's a great early fall beer. I only give it a five. I just. I, it's a personal preference, lager mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. ale. It's just not my go-to style, but five is certainly a pretty high crushability. Mm-hmm. So, when I feel like what you said, Eric, about sometimes we think because plantains and bananas are related, it doesn't give, as Walt said, no. There's no sort of hefeweizen banana cloviness. It's not yeah. banana, but there is sort of you can just get a tiny bit of that that touch of sweetness if you've ever had the Maduros or you've ever gotten to eat some of those, especially when they're caramelized. They bring out that sweetness. But I feel like even dropping them in the boiler room to kind of pull some of the sweetness out, you can definitely catch it kind of on the finish of this beer. I feel like this beer would go great with a dish from uh, Arapazo, one of my favorite uh, yeah. restaurants just on the road. Oh, from us. yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Get Arapazo every couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, Arapazo is one of my favorites. It's what I had for lunch today. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, cilantro sauce. Mm-hmm. See, I go that, uh, they're, whatever it is with the sweet corn cake underneath. Yeah, it's a tostada. Mm. Is yeah. that what you get? No. I, oh. well, so I, I usually order like three things all the time. <laughs> I get uh, an arepa. Mm. Um, and a, I think it's called like the sweet corn like dish or something like that. <laughs> I just no, 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 not the arepa. Uh, w- the, the their sandwich. What is their? The arepas are the sandwich. A, that's yeah. arepa. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, 
which and then yeah the one with the sweet corn cake underneath um the tres leches cake for oh, dessert. No, round it out. You guys are making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had dinner yet. What's what's your go-to? Era? I'm a tostada. That's, tostada? That's, yeah, yeah, it's basically like a salad with some plantains in it. Um, and then it has a little bit of uh, rice and beans. And also usually throw like a, they throw like a crunchy, I don't know, like tostada basically. A, yeah. You know, a little disc in there almost. So it kind of gives you, it hits all the notes. It's got savory. It's got a little bit of sweet, some crunch. Can't Can't miss. Yeah, the chiquiles is my favorite dish from mm. there with the shredded pork. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. some black beans, rice, well, avocado. Um, off the top of my head, uh, I know my wife always gets the uh, empanadas, mm-hmm. and those are pretty solid from there. I don't remember what I get normally. I think I mix it up, but anything with the cilantro sauce I know. on oh, it so is uh, a winner. This is a nice book. free ad for Arapaza. Yeah. 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 It's it's so Arapaza. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually, usually I eat the arepa when I get it, and then I eat everything else for breakfast the next day. Yeah. It's oh, great. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's brought to you yeah. today by yeah. <laughs> Arapaza. Not a sponsor, but uh, go, go. But really good but food. Great Support local them. spot. Great. Absolutely. Uh, well, that brought the uh, average to uh, 5.75, so I'm just going to go ahead and round that up to a 6 for us. That's, that's a, fine. That's, that's a unanimous that's 6 crush. I could probably just, Yeah, that's fine. Cool. So, that's fine. Uh, Eric, you may know this. I know this was at the crew game, uh, or maybe maybe Merit, yeah. maybe someone knows. Yeah. It was at the crew game this past Sunday when the mm-hmm. crew finally won, maybe, <laughs> or had another tie. Uh, Likely. Or how did they drop more points at home? <laughs> as uh, as we're recording this beforehand, but uh, is it uh, is it the plan to be on? No, there's a few home games left. Are we going to have this on at the stadium? I think a lot of it depends on how fast it moves. How fast it moves. Yeah, but so. the idea was it was special because uh, the last Sunday's match was Hispanic Heritage Celebration. Yeah. They had the sort of Ohio Hispanic Coalition is a partner of the crew, so it kind of made sense. We're doing a beer with them, and we're mm-hmm. a partner of the crew, and uh, we all got to come together, and uh, I think the beer was in quite a few spots. The pub yeah, and our it was bar. The pub, our, the land-grant stand then, in the, the south end, and the... Uh, uh, the beer garden yeah. up by Nordec. Right. So, yeah, it's we send them a few kegs, and you know it'll be on as long as they've got it. So, mm-hmm. um, if you're heading down to the next home match, yeah, look for it. Might yeah, still be yeah, there. And if but not, th- we've got it here. We've got yeah, it here. Yeah, and the if they room. don't have it, just ask for it. Because then, if people ask for it, then we can do it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I, I would like, like to do this beer again. I like this beer a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, I think it's, it's really great. Well, excellent, guys. Well, that's Las Pilas. Do you guys have any uh, thing, any other uh, notes on Las Pilas? No, I will say as supply allows every person that orders a pint that wants one gets a free poster uh, a Las Pilas poster featuring um, Ariel Puguero aka Apeg's artwork on it so mm-hmm. uh, I know they had them at the match uh, and then we have some here at the tap room um, I know this this podcast is coming out a week after we're recording it today so it's possible that we're out of them by the time <laughs> this, <laughs> this reaches listeners but um, if you're down here and, and you, you get this beer, uh, uh, be sure to ask your uh, bartender if we've got any posters left if you want one. So, yeah, check that out. Yeah, the magic of podcast land has really changed since the last time I was on there. It used to be we recorded on a Wednesday <laughs> for a Thursday. Yeah, yeah you got to think a little bit, a few more yeah, steps ahead. Smartly, we, we record on now, you guys may have touched on that. We record on Fridays. To, to, to have it out so so we we have the time we, d- we don't like not having the podcast out so um gives us more time to yeah to mess around Fine with too. it so it's, it's, definitely it's, a little more mental gymnastics for us mm-hmm. as we record to remember that put this ourselves is coming in, out the, in the listener's now, position so. but yeah. exactly so yeah. trying to make sure we give you accurate information but uh 
Yeah, because like literally <laughs> in ten days, anything from we say could be wrong. The day this releases is the anniversary party, mm-hmm. but we do have a couple, uh, a few more days uh, yeah. to actually plan for it. Yeah, so. yeah. we have been uh, successful in manifesting some uh, some OSU victories. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, with this so with this format, so that's been fun. Like, yeah, like I'm, when we crushed Toledo this last yeah, weekend. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, that Toledo game, yeah, another I big mean, win yeah, under the lights big, against big Toledo. Under the lights, yeah. In this weekend, no different. Yeah, and I guess yeah, we can yeah, get coming up against. Yeah, first things first, um, coming up, I guess, next weekend uh, on October 1st, Saturday, October 1st, um, the eighth anniversary party here at Land Grant. Think we'll make it that to the eighth? I, th- I, I, we're, I hope we're so. We're in the home stretch yeah. now. Um, all the details at landgrantbrewing.com slash LG8. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of bands playing. We've got uh, let's see, we got uh, great or de- the Dead Revival the band Dead playing, Revival. the Shazbots playing. So if you've got kids and you want to come down, come down for the Shazbots. They're playing two sets. Um, Dead Revival also playing two sets. So they're a Grateful Dead cover band. And we've got the Inner City Blues band, and then uh, uh, our good friend Parker Lewis and Friends as our headliner. And that's going to be all followed up by our sort of after hours set from. Uh, the All Are Welcome DJ series presented by fr- uh, the Freshest Events. Did I say that right? You got yeah. it. You nailed it. Uh, you were it. shaking your head yeah. at me. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was goading you so along. You were killing it. Yeah. DJ O-Sharp. DJ O-Sharp will be DJing. Um, let's see. Upright Press will be here doing live screen printing. Um, Ray Ray's, Late Night Slice, Dodo, Two Fat Indians. Columbus Zoo. The Columbus Zoo, no, not is not that, not is in that the same, confirmed? not in the same breath as the food trucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> like right at the same time. We are not um, eating any zoo animals. They would just be Columbus the, Zoo will be here. So it's, yeah, it's, said the, it's said on the run of show sheet. I haven't been in a, I in don't a, know in if a that's meeting. Confirmed. Well, it said uh, two characters from the zoo. So I don't know okay. if these are going to be like mascots running around like like people in mascot companies or if the zoo are going right. to bring things. Now, Meredith is shaking saying it's mascots. I think the conversation was more around mascots during Shazbot's family time than it was animals. You but I don't know. know. But you, you never, never know. know. They I often mean, show up with a sloth and a bowl that you just never... No, that no, happened to the us garbage the can. The garbage the, can yes, sitting the garbage under can. the table. They could... Just the pull Shazbots might have a... If you see a garbage can on the, on the <laughs> stage when the Shazbots are up there, there's probably a sloth in that garbage can. Were you here that night, Walt, when that happened? <laughs> No, I heard it was it. insane. <laughs> it was wild. Well, we got we got the we got the penguin on the stay on the on the table. We got there was like an owl of some and, kind. And yeah, there's a little screech owl, and then all of a sudden they're just like whoop. They pull this <laughs> trash can from under the table, and then the sloth is just hanging down inside the trash can. They just pull them <laughs> out. And so you just, you just never know. Never That's know. why you got to show up for the anniversary party. The slo- uh, we can't guarantee it, but because <laughs> yeah, slo- I don't know if is the zoo confirmed. Does anyone know if it's confirmed? Yeah, it's I the, mean, at the time of this release, right, well, it was on the last email that I read. <laughs> this is about why we recorded. We can advance. If the zoo is make or break for you, be sure to go to <laughs> landgrantbrewing.com uh, to. Well, hey, they may just show up just, on the day up. So. Just confirm that the zoo <laughs> will be. You, it you just never know. We're working on it. We're working on it. We're always working on it right up until it starts. Um, but yeah, lots of good food, lots of good music, um, and then definitely some special beers. We've already announced the uh, Throwback Six Pack will be available, featuring some um, some previously uh, retired beers coming, making a, a an beers encore appearance, yeah, including Dwyer's favorite, eighteen sixty two L. Yeah, and what, then uh, a what whole beer bunch. are you guys looking oh, forward to the most in the return? Oh, hold on a second, and okay. then we'll have a whole list of draft only. 
um, infusions, special releases, one-off brews, um, and all that fun stuff you've come to know from the anniversary party. Um, but I think the, the official list is, a, a, as with everything else, always in flux and always being developed. So uh, we'll, we'll get that up on the website uh, as the event approaches. But yeah, the, the, six, the six returning beers and cans, which you can get as a variety six-pack, it's going to be 1862 Ale, uh, our Dry Hop Kolsch Urban Sombrero Mexican Lager, Concentrate Hazy IPA, um, Sour Hoppy Fun Time, Son of a mutter, and then this was this. This may have been our first anniversary beer, with Batch Three Hundred. Batch Three Hundred, but maybe that was the second anniversary. I don't know, but it was dang good. Imperial IPA. Yeah, Batch um, Two Hundred, I think, was the. first Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So yeah, Batch Three Hundred, but a, it, but Batch Three Hundred was a, a milestone beer for us that we're bringing back a really really tasty um, sort of traditional Imperial Double IPA. Um, we'll be back as well. And yeah, to answer your question, I'm most looking forward to Batch 300 returning. Hmm. Um, Ur- Urban Sombrero, not because of the topic of the episode. I just really like that oh, beer. Yeah. yeah. Urban Sombrero was before my time. I don't think I've ever had an Urban Sombrero. So I'm looking forward to trying that as well. But okay. of the ones I have had, I'm looking forward to Batch 300 as well. Batch 300 is the only one I don't remember having for sure. So I look forward probably to tasting that one the most. But it'll be nice to have them all back. I'm excited. Yeah, I, the day of the anniversary party, I I can't really have any beer over five. And no, a that's when you drink the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You drink so, the next yeah. Day. I always miss out on all the barrel age and the fun mm-hmm. things because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, it's, a, pace yourself. it's a long day. But yeah, I have a good story about Batch 300. Maybe are we? Uh, I guess we'll probably do like a, a an episode about those. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll save that, that for uh, now. Is Batch 300? That's the one that we used to call straight to the doghouse. I think so. We, <laughs> yeah. we might have to get a question from a listener. Trouble, might have yeah. to get uh, Mark Richards, uh, old uh, host of the show, to confirm that. But I yeah, believe I Batch believe 300 so, yeah. is someone that we all got in a lot of trouble with our <laughs> with our significant others. Low when we crushability on that, that show. <laughs> What's the ABV on Batch 300? Is it uh, it's I mean, it's a double. It's 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 yeah. like eight you know, eight, eight, I mean, it's eight ish. Much. It's nothing crazy, but it's uh, it's the hop combination. It's not a light beer. All right, all right. So anniversary party. Put it on your calendar. Be, Be here. Uh, doors open at 11. It's going to go all day. If you got kids and you want to come out, come out early for the Shazbots. If you don't, come yeah, anytime. If you're, if you're going to the Honestly, Buckeye game, um, come after, come before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're tailgating and want to find a spot to watch a game, we'll have it yeah. on on the Jumbotron. And, uh, you know, we don't like having big parties with home games, but who the hell schedules five home games in a row? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, and, yeah, if you're concerned about seeing, you know, you hear about all this live music, if you're concerned about seeing the game, we will have the game on the, the big screen as well as the smaller screen outside as well. But uh, we'll bring, we, for the, for the anniversary party, traditionally bring in a second stage uh, for the music over yeah. in the turf area. You won't so. be able to play putt-putt or the basketball. No, no, but it'll be too crowded for that anyway. So come on down. Um, if you want to watch music, you can do that. If you want to watch the game, you can do that. If you want to do both, just kind of split the difference crew and you game can do too. both. Got a crew, game a crew game match on well. uh, at seven thirty. Yep. So yeah, we got you covered. Um, so that is the. Uh, I guess that's kind of our, our, our final big a big temple event of the year. Kinfest coming up too. Kinfest, oh, that's right. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> we have a lot just of events. Keep on keep going. coming. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, we've got Kinfest coming up on Saturday, October fifteenth. Um, Campbell playing. Uh, Magnolia playing, and then we got third band playing, but I don't have it in front of me. Anyway, come on down, celebrate um, our late great friend Nick Heidel and uh, everything that he 
stood for and the release of Kin Tropical Kolsch as well. I think was, Jake might be playing yeah, that day. Jake, maybe oh, yeah, Jake maybe with Fables. Fables is playing. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, some so, double duty by yeah. some of our staffers, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah. So um, a lot of Nick's friends have a lot of great bands, and so the three of them are performing, um, re-releasing Kin, Tropical Kolsch. We've got some special uh, Kin-themed merch available, but it should be a fun day um, to come out and remember Nick uh, and celebrate him with his uh, friends and family. So come on down for that. And then we have our just regular slate of events, which, you know, even though we're into fall, it, it just keeps on, keeps on. Um, tonight we have our music series continues on with Curtails. Uh, they're playing 6 to 8. Browns and Steelers also tonight. Uh, that's at 8.15. Damn, Browns 3-0. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about that? Dude, they're and, going uh, for 3 now. Yeah, 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 I guess, yeah, technically it hasn't happened yet. Um, we'll have the game on uh, following the music. So come on out. Uh, we have live music every Thursday and Sunday uh, until it gets cold. Uh, Thursday nights, Sunday afternoons. All right, Friday, we've got Freshest Events DJ Series rolling on. Um, 8 p.m., DJ Mr. King is uh, spinning records out in the beer garden. And then also this Friday uh, is the Scioto Fest event at Columbus Audubon Metro Park that is put on by our good friends at the uh, Columbus Metro Parks. We are tapping um, our Rustic Logger Outpost, bringing that one back. Special for this event. That's going to be a tap only re- or draft only release. Uh, you can get that at the fest or at the tap room. Um, so go on out, support the Metro Parks, uh, come by the tap room, uh, make a nice night of it. A lot of good music uh, at the at the uh, Scioto Fest as well. Um, Saturday, uh, Wisconsin coming to town. Another another night game. Three of the first four at night. Yeah, another it's night. Crazy. Another night home game. Um, nice to get into Big Ten play here. Five, um, four. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, come on out to the tap room before the game. Head over. Um, if you see the land grant van out tailgating, come say hey. Uh, Sunday is our music market. Uh, this week curated by Sweet Blossom Floral. And the music series features the Devil Doves. Music's from 4 to 6. The market is from 3 to 7. And then uh, it goes without saying, uh, Ray Ray's Hog Pit and Late Night Slice open, er, and Dodo Donuts all open Thursday through Sunday. Late Night Slice also here on Mondays. Our Cornhole League goes down on Monday nights, uh, 6 o'clock. Go to uh, gocornhole.com for details on that. Um, Tuesday, every Tuesday we have Pop Culture Trivia, hosted by our good friend Travis Hoesher. Uh, play starts at 6. It's super easy to get involved. You can play with the team. You can play on your own. Um, you can play against your friend. It's super fun. Um, pretty challenging. I got second place yeah. two weeks ago. Wow. It's, yeah. yeah. It's the best and, I've uh, ever done. And then each week, Travis features some questions based on the movie that we show pr- after uh, Travis. Or sorry, after triv- trivia. We used to call it Travia. Travia. Now we yeah. just call it trivia because it's getting too complicated. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's why we just call it trivia again. Um, but this week's movie is a classic. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be presented by Prestige Worldwide. Yeah, Catalina <laughs> Wine uh, Mixer. Yeah, yeah. Catalina. we're going to have to throw an impromptu wine mixer wine following mixer. trivia. Um, I think up. I'm going to come down. No, shoot, I'm going to be in the Hocking Hills, too. Uh, I'll miss it's, it. It's a great movie. Okay. It's hilarious. I watch and, that movie uh, myself if you this week, get man. any of those references, you know what movie it is. And if you don't, you should come down and watch it. So you do get those references. Yeah, and Tortilla Street Food is here every Tuesday, so you can have yourself a Taco Tuesday, Taco Trivia Tuesday. Just put it all together and make it happen. And then Wednesday is a Paws and Pints Dog Happy Hour from 5 to 8 with our good friends Buckeye Paws Therapy Dogs. 
10% of proceeds benefit our Mission Dog Rescue. Bring your leashed and well-behaved dogs on down to the beer garden to hang out and drink some beers. Um, I guess dogs aren't supposed to drink beer, but if they do, they need to be 21 or over. And In people years. <laughs> and as always, uh, Two Fat Indians here every Wednesday. That was a lot of events yeah. for being I know. The, the September. We got to September, and I thought Mid-September. I could take a breath, but no. My goodness. It's getting longer somehow. <laughs> But that's all good. A lot of things going on down here uh, every day of the week. This is the best time so, of year yeah. in Ohio. I mean, it really is. You're, you're, the weather is not, you know, 95 degrees, 90% humidity. Humidity's dropped quite a bit. So this is, uh, I mean, I'm kind of nervous. I'm going to say it here. When this episode comes out, we're going to be still, we're going to be approaching that 10-day forecast. Mm-hmm. And so as of today, when we're recording this, is I don't know, is today the 16th? I don't know. Something like that? Mm-hmm. Yes. The weather looks so good. It just looks, it's just unbelievable the next 10 days. There's no rain. Yeah. There's no rain for the past three days. I know. It's and fall. so that it's means great. we're going to get, this could be the first one, that the anniversary party that gets rain. I'm, I'm just saying that right now. I hope it doesn't happen because that's the, like the best party of the year. So. We had right, snow. The reverse jinx had, is on. We, we had snow the first year. I'm trying to reverse jinx Did it. Did you really have snow the first year? Well, it was 32 flurries. degrees. Flurries. <laughs> little flurries. It was, was that closer to the actual it was anniversary? It was, okay. So it was only two weeks wow, later. Wow, that's wild. So that's why we do it on the September side of October mm-hmm. as opposed to the November side of October. That's now. like I've seen this social media sort of meme going around that's like talks you through Ohio weather and it goes into like no, the fake false, fall yeah. and then you get into like third summer and whatever and I feel like we're kind of in that third summer realm before we can actually get to real fall. Yeah. But yeah, we uh, then the second year we had I think it was like 60 degrees but the next week it was a Penn State home game and it's or Michigan State home game and it snowed. A year or two. So, and that was like the 25th. So we said, no more. Mm-hmm. We're not going to straddle the uh, November side in Ohio. We did sell a lot of sweatshirts that yeah. year. <laughs> um, so it says here, fresh next week. Does it make sense to do like an anniversary beer episode next week, considering that episode will come yeah. out like right before the anniversary party? Mm-hmm. I can right. get down with that. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, yeah. do, let's do all of them. Let's do seven yeah. beers. So, so next week... We're going to talk about these six beers. Seven beers? Six beers? Six beers. Oh, I don't know. Six. At least six beers. But we might talk about seven beers. Um, so that should be pretty entertaining uh, to listen to. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be here to record it. No. <laughs> you have to phone me in. All right. We'll phone, phone you, you on phone Zoom. Me in. And uh, talk about these six beers we got coming back for the anniversary party um, for, I guess, our special anniversary party episode. Sound good? Looking forward to it. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Guys, this is such a pleasure, as always, to do Beers of the Brewers podcast with you all. Any parting thoughts before our listeners before we go? No, thanks for listening. Thanks for, thanks for hanging in there. You guys are great. <laughs> thanks for hanging in there. <laughs> There's a lot we of did events. It. There's so we many did events. It. They might have tuned in for the beers, but we might have to change this. If you this. got this well, far. Events, the events, the events with the t- events with been the a while non- since you've been on the podcast, yeah, Events Adam. with the non-brewers. You're the reason yeah. there is a brewery, so well, you I'm brewed. Oh, sure. Well, we uh, can't wait to see you guys down here for one of the events. Please, while you're here, remember to tip your bartenders and tip them generously. And we will see you at the anniversary party. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Go Bucks. Goodbye.